Blog Talk Radio.
one of the things children do. They find things to do to embarrass and humiliate their parents <laughs> as if it were an assignment. <laughs> I said, okay, I can still remember things that my brother did and my mother wasn't pleased. Let's just put it that way, <laughs> okay? So they do those things. You see, God has to help you to understand how he sees all of his children, all of his children. They're not always right. Quite often they're wrong, but he loves them as he teaches them wherever they are, okay? So before you put your kids up on eBay, (laughs) I know the temptation comes more often than you expect, but before you get there, think about this. It may be important, you know. You know, I've helped to raise children that were not mine by birth. And it's come through my own personal friendships with their parents. And I'll tell you, whether you're the birth parent or not, it's a trying situation. They toot their little bottoms right up in your face, and they don't care what they do, okay? Not just when they're little, when they get older. So what do you do? You rise above it. That's what you do. There's only one thing to do, amen? You just rise above it. That's what you do because that's the way it's supposed to be. You see, the day will come hopefully, when that part of them passes away and there's a more matured aspect available to see. And you hope for the day. Amen? Amen. So let's be full of hope. That's the best way to go. Let's be full of hope. Amen. And then just click and get right off of eBay. That's all you got to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, to those of you who are new and you don't know who I am or what I'm saying, this is Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. We are a Christian Internet church and a local church assembly established in the love of Jesus Christ. And I'm Pastor Sabrina. Amen? And you are you, and I'm happy that you are here with us today. Amen? And at the beginning of our services, we do some important business with the Lord. We repent of our sins, very important. And we celebrate Holy Communion together as the body of Christ, very important. And if you are a Christian, we invite you to join us. Amen? Amen. You know, if you're listening via your phone at area code 319-527-6235 and you press 1, you may also join us in our chat room, which is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. 
Now, for those of you who have been with us for a while, I want you to notice that there's also a link there that says become a member of Miracle Internet Church. Perhaps you need to click that link. Amen? But back to those of you who are new. Click the link that says MIC Radio Chat. And when the page changes, click Guest. After that, the page will change again. And you sign in using your own name. Your name is not Guest. Your name is whatever is on your birth certificate. Amen? Amen. You're familiar with that document, birth certificate. It tells a lot about you. And when you do sign in and say, hello, good morning, good afternoon to the saints, and they will greet you. Now, if you're using your cell phone to do that, you know that when you pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com, on your browser, there are three white lines across a black background right at the top. You push those three white lines, and it opens up all the links to you, and you're free to do what you need to do in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. We live in a very interesting society. We're in the end time. Yes, in the end time. You know, people like Elijah and Isaiah and Abraham and all of them wanted to look into our day and see what it was like. I'd like to send them a telegram and tell them what I think of what it's like. Amen? But until we get that technology, we'll just leave it the way it is. Amen? They wanted to know what this was going to be like because they heard about it through the prophets. They heard this. Some of them prophesied part of it, but they couldn't see it the way we see it. You know, it's one thing to prophesy about it. It's another thing to be in the pot with it. So this is the day that the Lord has made, and he has predicted it for a long time. And now we've arrived. Aren't we glad? Yes, we are glad. Amen? Yes, we are glad. We are a special crew that God brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. We've been saved up for this particular time. And you go, why did God pick me? Because he wanted to. That's why. So how do we respond? We don't grumble about what we see happening around us because he warned us it was going to happen. And he gave Dr. Pat a lot of details, so we were well prepared. But, you know, walking through it's a little different from hearing about it. Amen? Amen. But cheer up. This isn't the end of the story. This is just, you know, in between. You know, when you get a book, there's the beginning, there's the ending, and there's all those pages in between. We're on the pages in between. We're getting to the very end of the book, okay? No, you may not skip to the end and say, I know, I know, I know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. You get to enjoy the journey with Jesus. It's a journey. Amen? We're going through passageways. 
We're doing what the early saints did. They didn't know all the things that were before them. They just had to go through by faith. So that's what we're doing. We're following the Lord by faith. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us all the way. Amen? Hold on to the Holy Spirit because when it's time to go, if you don't have him, you're not going anywhere. It is not possible for you to go into the catching away or as it has been labeled, the rapture with the Holy Spirit if he's not in you. Trust me, he's the only way out. So all of these times I've been encouraging you to develop and to improve your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Take me seriously, please. It's important. Amen? So now you should have your elements ready. And I pray that you're ready to repent of all the sins that you've committed the ones you forgot about, that the Lord's quickening to you now as conviction comes, and the ones you know you messed up, okay? Amen. None of us are perfect. There are no perfect people on this planet at all. No, not one. No, your newborn is not perfect. And they will prove that to you repeatedly. (laughs) Amen? So now, let's repent. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, as each saint comes before you, walking in truth, telling the truth, being transparent before you, we ask you, Father, to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you for grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for strengthening us, for helping us, for teaching us, for training us, for bringing us into the righteousness that Jesus Christ died for us to have. He took all of our sins, all of our weaknesses, all of our failures and victories, everything about us on the cross. And we are humbled by his awesome sacrifice. We appreciate the love that you showed us, Father, by sending Jesus to die for us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for orchestrating everything just the way you did. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for laying down your life. And we thank you that you cleanse us by your blood. What can wash away our sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you have your element, For I have received of the Lord that which I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Mm -hmm. Bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, 
He broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. We remember you, Lord. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Father. Amen. That blood tastes good, doesn't it? For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. Thank you. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. In other words, we need to do it first. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You agree. But when we are judged, when God gets on our case, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. God doesn't want us to be condemned with the world. Amen? We want to thank him for that. Amen? So let's put our hands together for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Before I go any further, I want to say something. And this is, uh, this is very important to me, and it's very close to my heart. When I received the pastorate years ago at this church, I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. But because I love Jesus, I just, Stepped right into it. I said, Lord, I've never pastored a church before. He said, Sabrina, you've been doing it for years. And I had to stop and think about what he was saying. And he was right, as he always is. I've been actually doing the functions of pastoring for many years without thinking of it that way at all. And so I began in faith, and I continue in faith to this day. I want to thank the Godhead for selecting my assistant pastor for me. He's the right one for me. He's the right one. 
sometimes I don't understand some ways he thinks. And sometimes he doesn't understand the way I think. But he's still the right one for me. Amen? There are other people that God could have placed in that position. But he picked the best one for me. And so I'm grateful to the Lord. Even when I don't understand exactly, I just trust him in the place where I don't yet understand. And I encourage you to do the same. Thank you, Brother Bill. Amen. So, trouble. Heavenly Father, you have said to all of your children, let not your heart be troubled. We are listening, Father, and we will obey you. We know that though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. We trust you to stretch forth your right hand, and we will be saved from all trouble. Thank you, Father. Your mercy and goodness to us is great. We find consolation in knowing that you are the stronghold for us in the day of trouble. Father, we are trusting in you. We believe that all things actually work together for good to those who love you and are called according to your purposes. Father, you are the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. You will always comfort us in times of trouble and tribulation. You have blessed us with the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. Teach us, Lord, how to comfort others in their times of trouble and suffering. Our help comes from you, Lord. You are our all-powerful Father who created heaven and earth. Thank you for allowing us to enjoy your creation, especially one another. Thank you for allowing us to enjoy all of your creation. We are glad and we rejoice in your mercy towards us. All things about our lives are open to you, and you clearly understand the troubles that we face. So we come boldly before your throne of grace to receive abundantly of your mercy and grace to help us in our time of need. We cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you indeed love us and care for us. We love you, Father. Thank you for loving us. Amen. Amen. Now, saints, some of you remember from Friday, and some of you may have missed it, but our brother Sam is going through a trying time right now. Without warning, someone took away the lives of his nephew and his wife. 
while they were asleep. I don't have details, but I know that it hurts. It hurts when tragedy strikes. It hurts when you had one expectation and then the situation comes another way. But God promises all his children that he will cause things to work together for our good. When it's hard and suffering has come, it's hard to see this, but we have to choose to believe God in the hard times and in the suffering times. We have to hold on to his word. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Brother Sam and his family as they grieve, Lord, as they are in sorrow. They have so many questions, I'm sure. And they want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, Lord. We ask you, Father, to give them the truth that they need. We ask you, Lord, to comfort them, to reassure them, to touch whatever faith they have in their hearts, Lord, and to give them peace. We thank you. We give you praise, Lord. No, we didn't meet them personally, but we met them through our brother Sam. So, Lord, I'm asking for your grace and your comfort. You're the God of all comfort to be the comfort that they need right now, the strength that they need right now, the hope that they need right now, and the peace that they need right now. In Jesus' holy name, by the stripes of our Lord Jesus Christ, Brother Sam's heart has been healed. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, Lord, whoever did that, we just forgive them. On behalf even of the family members that are having a hard time forgiving, we forgive them. We stand in the gap, Lord. Whoever did that, we ask you to convict them, Lord. Save their souls and have them turn themselves in. Thank you, Lord. Trouble is all around, Father, but you're greater than trouble. You're greater than trouble. You are love. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his evil angels, and the powers that he has used in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God 
on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, listeners, familiar demons, electronic, digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits in the name of Jesus. We bind whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and all of their attacks. We bind targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, all remote viewing, all demonic injuries. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that is risen against us in judgment, we condemn it, for this is our inheritance from the Lord in Jesus' name. We bind on microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, and the work of every druid. We bind on mystic rituals in their intent, all hypnotic and trance devils, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control, and the occult. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for teaching us to do spiritual warfare. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, everything coming off the satellites, the cell towers, and out of our devices in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. Hallelujah. Yes. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, and all around the globe, even global cabal. People that are still doing animal sacrifice. And all other kind of ungodly, unholy, and unrighteous sacrifices. In Jesus' name. We bind Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind all mind control by the occult. 
We buy enforced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, pornography, cyber sex, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for that. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Hallelujah. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind the trespassing of any demonic entity on our property in the name of Jesus Christ. Any spirit, any entity, regardless of what it is, even under the ground, we didn't call for moles to dig up our front yard. We bind them too in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of evil spirits and spirits of infirmity and supplanting. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare, in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demons, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website in Jesus' name. Sending back all black magic, jujus, and the work of every witch, warlock, and wizard, necromancer, diviner, and liar in the name of Jesus Christ. All tribal rituals we send back in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals. Devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. Make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor and the children and the, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, 
Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Adi. You know Christians participate in yoga, and they act like they're not participating in another religion, but they are. They're worshiping another god, and they're participating in another religion outside of Christianity. You can't have Belial and Jesus Christ. You can't have Satan and Jesus Christ. You can't have Eastern religion and Jesus Christ. There is no connection between the devil and Jesus Christ. So now you have to choose. Choose this day whom you will serve, whether you're going to keep doing what you want to do or if you're going to walk completely with Jesus Christ. Amen? Transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem. Oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus, and we bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and in 72 in the name of Jesus. We bind them each with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all demonic weapons. Fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. And we return their affliction to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, prayer, etc., and those of the affiliated organization in Jesus' name. We bind the wicked powers that they work with in the name of Jesus Christ. They shall not proceed against us. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. We thank you for the Spirit of the Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' holy name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the grips, the craft in Jesus' name. We bind every Sparukusa. By the way, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, all this witchcraft that you've been sending against members of Miracle Outreach Ministry, it's not ours. We reject it and we return it to you according to the covenant in Jesus' holy name. It's all yours. 
and we bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors in our lives, and we bind being misled. In the name of Jesus, we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. We break the powers of any spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We send them back in the name of Jesus. Anything that came through our devices, we send it back in the name of Jesus. You know, Lord, when we go to the doctor's office or other place for tests and they have all these electronic devices, we reject the demons that may come through the technology in Jesus' name. We send it back in the name of Jesus. We bind it now. In Jesus' holy name, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Lord, we lift them up to you, Lord. We lift them. Thank you for the boldness, Lord, that you gave some of them to let somebody else go ahead of them and for them to stay behind. Thank you for the grace. Thank you for the mercy. Thank you for the love that they walked in. None of us know that if it was our turn, what we would do. But they listened to you with their heart, and they didn't let fear override it. We want to thank you for that in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us. Amen, amen, amen. We cover our vehicles, our transportation, and however we're getting there. Amen. Now, we know that Stephen was covered when he was translated from one place to another. But even though we're not going that fast, Lord, we know you'll cover us too. Amen. And we forbid anything to get in our paths or any distraction to come that would cause us to do something that might harm ourselves or others in Jesus' name. 
We cover all of our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over demons of the night. All the dreams that we have had, all the visions that we have had, we place under the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord, and everything that is not of you, we disconnect it from ourselves now in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that your angels are there warring on our behalf. We ask them to continue, Father. We ask for them to continue. We thank you for the wall of fire that protects us with your glory in the midst. Amen. Amen. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, and everything that has come, Father, everything that has come in Jesus' name, everything that has come to attack us, every disease state, every ailment, every sickness, even birth defects of any kind. Even birth defects. In Jesus' holy name. Ruka baba 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 bushoto de briki. Ruka de debrisha da da diosa da diosa de debrisha da da broka. Whoever that is, you got a known birth defect. Just come in agreement. Ruka de resta da da brik. Eh, kusha da da. Ringa de debrisha da da broka de diosa da da diosa da da brikia. Ringa de debrisha da. Okay. Even if you have flat feet, that's a born in defect. Okay. Just get in agreement. Ruka de rakaka kushe. Erguse de librisha de la broca de lidiasa de la broca de lidia. Rula de dios and de librisha de la broca de lidiosolala. Rula de dios de rikiche de la monushata. Rike de la boja de dioso de la brica de diosuta. Rekihaba. Arrocoho rekisa de la brosa. Thank you, Lord. Woo, rehesi. Thank you, Jesus. Errogola radia saha. He shadaradi osorara. No, you do not have to die from it because your family member did. You have a choice. You can choose to live. You need to extend your faith to the Lord and trust him to deliver you and heal you. That's what you need to do. Thank you. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and we return it from whence it came in Jesus' name. Amen. We cut ourselves free from ungodly silver cords, ley lines, or soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Amen. We break down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. We break the power of every love spell, vexed, curse, fetish, voodoo, sickness, torment, pain, destruction, incense on candle burning, incantations, root work, crystals, hoodoo, sorcery, psychic thoughts, psychic warfare. Psychic power and psychic prayers, or rakiha, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, tribal rituals, and sins. In Jesus' name, we break the power of all spirits 
of murder, bitterness, hatred, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and all other demonic entities in the name of Jesus Christ. And we forgive the people that are militating against us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to save their souls. We forgive them, and we give you free reign in their lives. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, over the people of God, in Jesus' name. Amen. And everybody said, thank you, Lord, I receive the joy. Thank you, Lord, I receive the joy. Amen. Praise God. Well, amen. This is a great day in the kingdom. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I know some of you that are not used to God being very much a part of the service actively. You didn't go to that kind of church. You went to a church where somebody stood up and preached the message and Okay, Lord, I disconnected something. What did I disconnect? Um, oh, I know. Okay, I got it. And uh, oh, I need to stick it there. they just got up and, and, and preached a message, and you sang a few songs, and then you shook people's hands, and you went home, and that was pretty much it. Nobody got healed. Nobody got saved. Nobody got delivered. Nobody got set free that you knew of. You're not used to this kind of thing where God starts talking to somebody through the, in the middle of the prayer, through my mouth. Well, this is God's church, in case you didn't know, and I am his minister that he called to the fivefold ministry. And he has the right and the privilege that I gave him years ago before I ever knew I was ever going to preach anything to anybody. To inter- to, no, not to interrupt, but to say whatever he wants to say through my mouth. Amen? Amen? He has the right. And I want him to. And he has the right to speak directly to people and say what he's got to say. Amen? And he's going to always do it as long as my mouth is the one. So just get ready for that. (laughs) Praise God. Now, let me see if I can get my electronic act together. Amen. This is important. I need to do this part. I forgot. So, this is how God manages things. He's an active part of our service. Yes, while he's sitting on the throne in heaven. That's right. He's actively involved in our services. And not just while the service is going on. Before the service, after the service, all during the week. He doesn't pack up and go away somewhere. And, and not have any involvement. Well, just, that's not the God we know. And that's not the God we serve. 
And if you are not allowing him to be that active in your life, perhaps you should change your ways. Amen? Amen. Amen. Sometimes he has to just stop you and tell you, hey, that's the wrong thing. Don't do that. And aren't we glad? Because we stay out of trouble when he does. So today, he wants to tell us to reject all lies. Reject all lies. He didn't say listen to hear how juicy it is. He said reject all lies. Saints, Satan has a strategy that he has used against everyone. Mm-hmm. Even when you were little, he did this to you. He uses it because it is very successful, and it keeps humans from, for, from walking in the will of God. That's right. It's very effective and very successful, so he keeps using it, okay? He has commissioned legions of wicked agents to infiltrate and to attack believers everywhere. Really? Yes. This method is so effective that in recent years, Satan has used it to split entire churches and Christian denominations. Satan has released spirits of deception and delusion, as well as lying and seducing spirits against us. Yet, it is possible for anyone, sinner or saint, to be deceived. In the opening prayer, I pray against this onslaught as you agree with me. Saints, stay in agreement. Get in agreement with God's holy word and stay there. There are those who have been deceived into thinking that as long as they are faithful and true to God, they will be automatically protected and delivered from deception. Or that because they are God's child, God will not allow them to be deceived. Well, I have a surprise for you. The truth is this. A saint can have whatever they choose. A saint can have whatever they choose. You may choose righteousness or you may choose unrighteousness. God has given you a will. With your free will, as it is called, you can choose the blessings of the Lord or you may choose to walk in the curse and invite demons to join you. It's up to you. We can choose life or death. So let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth. This is God talking. I call heaven and earth 
to record this day against you. So God is saying, I'm calling heaven to witness against you and earth too. That's serious thing. That is very serious. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Then God gives you the answer. He gives you the quiz, then he gives you the answer. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. He tells you what he's done. He set life and death before you, blessing and cursing before you. And then he tells you, choose life. Now, since God is telling you this, why won't you listen to him? Why would you make any other choice? Amen. You see, it's that simple. God says that we must choose life, but it's up to you to do it. There's no button Anywhere that you're just going to push and that's it. No. It's done every day. Every day, all day long, you make choices and decisions. And you have to choose life and choose blessing with each decision. That's how it's done. There is no lever dangling from heaven. And all you have to do is reach up and throw the lever and it settles it forever. No. It's made with every choice and every decision, regardless of your age. Really? Yes, that's the truth. Well, I understand. Yes, you do understand that. Oh, yes, you do. Now, you all have heard of some situation somewhere in some town, some city, some teenager. They've been taught from a child how to cross the street. They've been taught you don't run out in front of cars. They've been taught you stand there and look and wait until it's clear. You just don't do anything. However, there are still people, young and older, who disobey that warning, and it has cost them their lives. You see, they knew from a child what they were supposed to do, but they made a choice that caused them to lose their lives here on earth. So you see, saints, you're going to make the choice every single day. All during the day, you make choices and decisions, and they have outcomes and consequences. As a ministry, we have prayed spiritual warfare prayers on behalf of many of you, releasing you from generational curses of your past. The responsibility, here comes the maturity part, The responsibility of the saint in this matter is found in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. 
Jesus got you out of jail, and he dropped the charges. Jesus got you out of jail, and he dropped the charges. He dropped the charges. He said, case dismissed, saved by grace. And it cost him to do it. So having done so much for us, he tells us to stand fast in the liberty where he's made us free. And don't get in those messes you used to get in again. And don't keep thinking the way you used to think and believing the way you used to believe and acting the way you used to act. Don't do that anymore. Don't do what some of your forefathers have done. Do the right thing. Follow me. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Jesus lives in you. He brought liberty with him, and he tells you not to go backwards. Well, don't you think you ought to listen? Don't you think so? You see, saints, it's up to you to choose to remain free in liberty once you have been released from bondage. You have to make the choice. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Don't go backwards. Go forward. Jesus Christ has made us free. So now make sure that you stay free and do not get all tied up again in the chains of slavery to sin. Sin shouldn't be yanking you by the chain and you're jumping. It's not supposed to be that way. You cannot say, The devil made me do it. No, Jesus set you free. It's you doing it now. You know, the enemy does what he does, but he's always been doing the same old thing. And you're not ignorant of Satan and his devices. You've been taught. You've been trained. We teach you how to fight the enemy, how to recognize the enemy, how to spot him a long way off. So now it's you. It's you and your flesh. Because you see, demons work with the flesh. You can't keep saying, the demon made me do it. The demon made me do it. The demon made me do it. No, you did. Hmm. It's growing up time, say. You see, when Jesus has brought you to the place that he's taught you certain things, You're supposed to act like you've been taught. 
You can't put your weapons down. You don't have a day of your life where you can walk around without your armor. You can't sit there and refuse to raise the shield of faith. You know better. You can't sit there and be passive when you're supposed to be charging against the enemy. Amen? You can't roll over, oh, Lord, I'm so sleepy and tired of the devil. That doesn't work. You've got the Holy Spirit in you. He quickens even our mortal flesh. That's how you can have a resurrection. So that's not going to work. Amen? So I'm telling you the truth, okay? A truth which you decide not to receive because you don't like it for whatever reason. So instead of counseling with the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth, you choose to reject, to ignore, or to dismiss what I have said to you. This is very dangerous. Just like those people who wandered or jaywalked across the street, didn't cross the crosswalk, went against the traffic and they knew they were wrong and they figured they could just run there anyway and it cost them their lives? Does it make sense to jeopardize your entire spiritual future on just being dumb? Come on. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make natural sense. It doesn't make spiritual sense. And you're too well-trained to behave that way. Amen. Matthew chapter 13, verse 15. Matthew chapter 13, verse 15. You know full well somebody gets in your face going, you know better than to return fire. You know better. You know this is time to close your mouth and keep it closed. Okay, it's the real world. We're expected to obey the Lord. Matthew chapter 13, verse 15. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. See how smart God is? He tells you what you use for each thing. He says, lest at any time they should see using their eyes and hear using their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Hmm. See, God is saying, saying, that you heard him. You heard him. You know what you're supposed to do. But you have not pressed in to understand. You look at the scriptures, but you won't 
see how serious this is. Your heart is filled with too many issues which keep you weighed down, and your own heart has grown dull. Dull? Yeah, you know what dull is, as in a knife that doesn't cut sharp. That's called dull. You have to work at it and work at it. You know a tool that needs to be sharpened and it's dull. That thing can hurt you and kill you. You know what I'm saying. You are not quick to perceive the point which God is establishing. You hear me say, that won't work, and you act like you didn't hear what I said. But you heard God. He said that won't work. (laughs) That's the way it is. As for your eyes, you yourself have closed them in sleep. I'm just going to nod out on you, Pastor. Well, you can't nod out on Jesus. It doesn't work. So that you won't see and hear and understand and turn to God again so that he can heal you and restore you. You just don't feel like being bothered with it. Okay, that's not going to work. I don't get up at 2 in the morning to pray for you so you can roll over and ignore God. Uh Uh-huh, that's exactly what I said. Take notice, saints, that this scripture is inserted inside the parable of the sower, which we just studied on January 13th. So what does that mean? It means go back and recast that message. So God is saying to you that your heart is not right with him. That's what he's saying. What are you going to do about this? You can't get away with the gloss over. You've been taught too much. You know, oh, God, forgive me of all my sins. That's not going to work. You got to get specific. You got to hit the nail on the head. You've been taught too much to try to play that. See, that's what you say at the beginning when you don't know what to say. But now you've been taught too much word. You know what to say. And the Bible says you must take to him words, plural. Amen. It's tight, but it's right. Amen. So let's say that you were walking in delusion. Let's just say that. Like you couldn't figure out if you were coming or going. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. You thought that protection from Satan's delusions and deceptions was automatic. I'm a Christian now. Everything's perfect. Wrong. But it is not. Your will and your choices and your decisions are directly involved. You can't sit in the dugout and say, oh, I just give that to the Lord to figure out. Well, he called you to be active with him. 
So what are you going to do? Be AWOL, absent without leave? That doesn't work either. You know, in the military, they put them people in, in, in the jailhouse, in the military jailhouse. What do they call it? The bear. What do they call that place? Whatever they call it, that's where they lock them up. See, certain people don't want to tell on them. Oh, the bridge? That's too nice a name. <laughs> Have you ever smelled one of those places? Well, I won't ask you all that. That's another sermon. The real task isn't just getting delivered. No, not at all. Oh, and you just cast another demon out of me. I'll have it together. <laughs> Wake up. The real work is in staying free from bondage. Yeah, there's work involved in the kingdom of God. Malachi. Let's visit Malachi. Everybody knows where Malachi is. He's just before Matthew. So if you at Matthew, flip back, and Malachi will be right there, chapter 2, verse 2. Malachi, chapter 2, verse 2. He's got some words to say to us, and we need to hear them. Malachi, chapter 2, verse 2. If ye will not hear, and if ye will not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, the commander-in-chief of the armies of the Lord, him, I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessing. Yes, I have cursed them already. Because ye do not lay it to heart. You don't take him seriously. He's talking to you, trying to get through to you, trying to get your attention, and you just keep right on with your same old, same old. Well, he means what he says, saying. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 33. That's not the one I want, Jesus. Let me find the one I want. I don't want that one. I'll tell you in just a minute when I get it right. Sometimes when I write these things down, I'm in a hurry, like I was this morning. No, I wrote something wrong down. Hold on. I know. I got the right one now. For rebellion, 1 Samuel 15, 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion is the same thing as witchcraft to God. I've never done anything in witchcraft. Have you rebelled? Then yes, you did. And stubbornness. Have you ever been stubborn with God? It's as iniquity and idolatry. The death penalty comes with that. Yes, the wages of sin is still death. That's the truth. It's in the Bible. 
because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. He says, this comes because you rejected what he had to say. That's not that's not very nice. After everything God has done for you, you're going to turn your nose up at something he says because you don't like it. That's not too smart. And I know you're smarter than than you're making out. You you're actually a lot smarter. Amen. Amen. Thanks God means business. Salvation is serious business. God says what he means, and he means what he says. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 11. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 11. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 11. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Hmm. Where did that come? It's been in the Bible the whole time. The wicked live for rebellion. They shall be severely punished. It is senseless to pay tuition to educate a rebel who has no heart for the truth. Satan wants us to be lulled into a false sense of security, thinking it is not possible that you could ever be deceived. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Heed the warning, saints. This is one of the most dangerous positions spiritually that a Christian can be in, thinking that you cannot be deceived. You're so holy, so righteous, and so perfect that you can't be deceived. Wrong. (laughs) If we fail to recognize the truth, that there is a possibility of us being deceived and guard against it, you will become a sitting target for Satan, regardless of your age. There is no guarantee in the word of God that God will shield or protect you from being deceived. Well, how can that be? Well, okay, let's go back to the garden. Weren't they in a perfect place? Didn't they have a perfect relationship with God? Didn't they mess it up? All right. And so it is. God will not do for you what he has already made possible for you to do by his spirit within you. I'll say that again. 
God will not do for you what he has already made possible for you to do by his spirit within you. In other words, he's equipped you, do what you ought to do. In personal and even relational issues, it is better to know the truth than to close your eyes to that which the Lord is uncovering under your nose. Satan is an imposter, and his primary strategy as an imposter is to deceive. He is the arch deceiver. We have come to understand this truth in learning the facts and truth of the pandemic. A rebel doesn't care about the facts. All he wants to do is to express his own opinion. It is a shame and stupidity. That's right. Stupidity to decide before knowing the facts and the truth. Any story sounds true until someone tells the other side and sets the record straight. Yes, silver and gold are purified by the refiner's fire, but it is our God who tests the heart for impurity. And when the heat is on, the impurities rise to the surface. Jesus describes Satan's true character as the father of lies. In the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 44, The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 44. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 44. Jesus speaking. Ye are of your father the devil, and his lust, his desire, and the lust of your father ye will do. So, If you're of God, you will do the Heavenly Father's desires. You'll do his will. If you're of the devil, you'll do the lust of your father, the devil. That's the way it works. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So I don't know why you want to consult with the devil when it comes to what you should do about the situations of your life. You know, every thought that drops into your mind is not from the throne of God. Amen. Believe what Jesus said. Jesus cannot lie. 
Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning, that was good, and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Now, this is the part you need to remember. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. When I stand here and declare the truth of the word of God to you, you need to believe it. You see, he doesn't have me reading all those summaries requesting the adjudication of the righteous judge for no reason at all. Not only are we presenting them to the righteous judge for his adjudications and judgments and decisions and actions, you're learning what's going on while I'm exposing it. So now that you've been exposed to truth, don't pretend you don't know it. I know some of you, with your kind heart, have tried to talk to certain people, explain to them the truth that you have now learned, and they don't want to hear what you have to say. Well, don't take it personally. Don't be offended. Just forgive them and pray for them. Ask the Lord to help them see the truth. Because many people are afraid of the truth. They run from the truth. Some people spend their whole lives running from the truth. They're scared to deal with it because dealing with the truth brings consequences, just as living with a lie brings consequences. And some people are more comfortable living with a lie than dealing with the truth. So I'm saying to you, if you're one of those persons, you're trying to make the boat float. You know, you're trying to keep, you can't hold no boat on water, honey. If that thing's about to capsize, you need to have a, a, a life preserver on. You get it? You didn't make the water, and chances are you didn't make the boat either. You need to face the truth. I know it's tight, but it's right. You know, so but it hurts my feelings. Well, move your feelings out of the way. Put them in another place. Come back to them later. Because truth is not going to stop just because you don't want to hear it. It's going to be here. His truth is marching on. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 24, verse 25. Luke 
chapter 24, verse 25. Luke, chapter 24, verse 25. Jesus speaking. Hmm. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. You see what he called them? He called them fools because they didn't want to believe what the prophet said. Slow of heart to believe. If you're one of them, repentance is still available. If you're a fool, if you're slow of heart to believe, you don't have to stay that way. You can graduate from being a fool. You can graduate from being slow of heart to believe. You can change. Romans 12, 1 and 2 was written for you. You can change. I don't care if your great-granddaddy and his great-granddaddy and his great-granddaddy before him were all fools. You don't have to be one. You can leave that band and find you another party, the kingdom of God. There are millions of sincere Christians who have been deceived and led astray by a spirit of error. Mm -hmm. They claim that they consulted the Lord about the jab and they heard this. This is what they said they heard when they said, well, I talked to the Lord about taking the shot and blah, blah, uh uh-huh. And this is what they said they heard. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's what they said they heard. Well, did you get the point, sir? When I questioned the Lord concerning this, he told me that who they heard was not him. Who they heard was not him. So I went to examine the scripture. Remember the the ones in Thessalonica were more noble than those other folks. It reads thusly, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And if they drink any deadly thing, the Holy Spirit is serious intelligence and wisdom. Drink as opposed to eat, ingest, or jab are not the same thing. He didn't say eat. He didn't say inject. He didn't say rub. He didn't say jab. He said drink. D-R-I-N-K. Do you get it? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He wrote the Bible. He's not going to lie. 
God said drink. Nobody drank the jam. Get it? Meditate on that. On your way to the kitchen to get something to pop in your mouth, meditate on that. We teach 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We teach you that over and over and over again. We teach you Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. We teach you 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Every voice you hear is not God. We teach it with seriousness and power. And the admonition on vetting. Mm-hmm, we have one of those. Why? So that you may avoid many of the traps and snares of the devil. That's why. We want you alive till you're supposed to leave. You see, I teach you these scriptures, but you must execute the word in your own life even if you're nine years old. <clears throat> Just as Jesus manifests truth, speaks truth, and is the full embodiment of truth, Satan manifests deception, speaks lies, and is the full embodiment of all that is false. Ezekiel chapter 14, beginning with verse 1. Ezekiel chapter 14, beginning with verse 1. There's Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, then Ezekiel. Yes, it's in the Old Testament. Use the table of contents. It's the fast way. All right, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Verse 1. Then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up idols in their heart and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of at all by them? Therefore speak unto them and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, 
every man of the house of Israel that setteth up his idols in his heart and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and cometh to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him that cometh according to the multitude of his idols, that I may take the house of Israel in their own heart, because they are all estranged from me through their idols. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent, and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away your faces from all your abominations. For every one of the house of Israel, or of the stranger that sojourneth in Israel, which separateth himself from me, and setteth up his idols in his heart, and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to a prophet to inquire of him concerning me, I, the Lord, will answer him by myself. And I will set my face against that man, and I will make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Amen? Amen. You see, God is serious, saints. He is saying that if we have idols in our hearts, most people's own desires and opinions are their favorite idols. Should he allow us to ask him anything at all? Should he pay us any attention? He says that he will personally deal with any of us who worships idols and then comes to ask for his help. He says that he will punish the minds and hearts of all those who do this and turn from him to idols. He further warns that we should repent and destroy our idols. And yes, that does mean get those items out of your home and stop worshiping them in our hearts and stop worshiping them in our hearts. God guarantees to punish everyone who is guilty, whether sinner or saint, who rejects him for idols and then comes to his prophet to ask for his help and advice. The Lord says that he will make a terrible example of that one and destroy him, so that all will understand that he alone is the Lord of all. Rise to the benediction. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. And the saints said, 
Amen. Amen. Pastor loves you. God loves you. Take him seriously, saints. Amen. Amen. Come 